I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Sands Pants Radio, Australia's most biased podcast network. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Boys, How Goods Footy. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. It is. Uh, it's you know what? I'll take this one. Okay. It's fucking sick. Ah, <laughs> oh, the two teams I am the most fond of in AFLW both did murders this weekend, and it felt fucking good. Freo and North. No, Carlton and North. Yes. Yeah. Jesus. Tom, I was messaging you during the Carlton game, and I was—you could probably tell—I was sweating from excitement. I was watching that game. That was a fucking good game of footy. It was huge. Massive. Fucking hell. Like. I'm a bit more like, okay, this is the thing, Sean. Maybe you're feeling similar. Maybe you can make him, you can understand where I'm at. Is that like, footy's not like, like, like it's hard, but it's still good. Cause I oh, thought yeah. about being at the footy and I was like, like I was at the footy on the weekend. How good mm. was that? Mm. I feel, I feel, boys, I feel good. Yeah. I feel like sad, but it's a good sad. Yeah. Go, I just feel good. Go umpires, right? Hey. Park. Sean. Yeah. Sean, can we just, let's get this out of the way straight away. The standard of umpiring in the AFLW is often dog shit. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole statement. Were there any AFL listed umpires at the game? I don't think at the my at my game. There were so many. Like, it's one of those things where like they, they've said that they're going to have more AFL great umpires umpiring the AFLW, but obviously they're now doing the marsh shit. Oh, you still had like Razor Ray. Was doing the Brisbane game. It's is it, I'm going to say a sentence, boys. That, that you're both going to want to slap me. I'm getting ready to turn your mic off. On Sunday, I found an appreciation for Razor Ray. Cut the cord. Fuck you. Cut his cord. Off. Gone. <laughs> um, no, no, hear me out. He's still a fuckhead. Hey. But at least he often... <laughs> he's still a dickhead. Oh, oh <laughs> mate. You could say fuckhead. Okay, he's still a fuckhead. You just can't say sea head. Okay, look. Which I've never said before, and now I really want to. <laughs> he's, he's, he's just, 
Wow, yeah, that's what, good. What a good insult. <laughs> <laughs> now, the thing about him is... I'm going to find someone that's tweeting negatively about AFLW and try out a new word I just figured <laughs> oh, out. I can't wait um, to read that. Uh, the <laughs> AFLW posted a uh, story about Ebony Marinoff breaking a tackle record. I guarantee you it'll be full of comments that you can nice one see head. Oh, it's already... I uh, retweeted one from Swamp Thing last oh, night. Same there was thing, people, probably. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's because I only kicked 20 metres, so there's more tackles, blah, blah, blah. The game's harder. It's fucking incredible. Tom, we know. There's always going to be something. Anyway, I found an appreciation for Razor Ray's positioning in play. He might call blow the whistle a lot, but he never really gets blindsided. He's usually in a good spot. The amount of times umpires were just in the wrong spot, and I'm like, mm. are, you, are you fucking kidding me? And the amount of times, Sean, that umpires were like, hey, fuck, that's a really fucking powerful smother. Better call a trip because I'm a fuckhead. Are you sure you're not a sea head? Um, just going. I'm hurting through the Swamp Thing tweet. Greatest hits of our audience in here. Um, so we've got your brother saying "ha ha, nice one, champ" to someone. Oh, really? We've got friend of the show Jason uh, saying, uh, "Someone's like, are you really going to be calling this AFLW uh, AFLM? It's just AFL." And Jason was like, sure are, champ. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love we've it. got friend of the show who often emails us in, Luke, also saying, ha-ha, nice one, champ. <laughs> oh, yes. Good. Guys, we've done it. <laughs> Just <laughs> keep <laughs> champing. And... Uh, don't know if he listens to the show, but he's in similar social circles. Aaron Gox just going after everyone. Goxy's been going hard at a lot of people, and I'm going to put my chalky milk out for Goxy. Yeah. Just loves the Saints and loves footy. Oh, he does. Did you see someone put a clip up of the best thing about the Saints win on the weekend mm. was spotting Goxie having a kick on the field after the game. <laughs> and funny. they've just zoomed in from like quite a way out. He's yeah. just uh, having a kick. Good Spills the mark, but he runs after it. Oh, he fucking loves footy. He's drilling goals. No, he's just in the middle having Out a kick kick with someone. Yeah. Um, Good on him. Anyway, so that's my thoughts. I'm going to get in probably more thoughts when I get to the game because it just – it ruined what was one of the better games of the weekend mm. in the Geelong game. And just across the board, I felt that there was weird umpiring all over the place. They take a long time by the whistle. And I know that I know that they are not the elite level umpires, like the the what they are in the men's comp. And I know that they're giving this is how you get yep, you've got to get umpires to umpire the game. This is how you get them to umpire the game. I fully understand that process. I respect the process. Give us professional grade umpires. There has to be better ways, pathways. Put more. If you're going to have some newer umpires on there, make sure that I don't know the controlling umpires and umpires have been around for ages. Yeah. Just fuck. You're still going to get bad calls, Tom. The bad calls fucking ruined footy for me, boys. Tom. Hurt so much. Got some good news for you. What? Without that free kick, you still lose. Nah. It's true, Tom. You're not going coast to coast in one minute. We did in the game. You're not doing it in the last minute. Mate, we might have. Tom. The problem is we'll never know if we could have tried. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. We could have tried. Okay, even if it's not a free kick, rush behind. You're six points down with a minute Mate, to go. Take, I would have taken the draw. That's. Do we, I was more annoyed about the trip call earlier because we'd actually won that ball and we're running into 50. Yeah, it should be most annoyed about the deliberate. It's fucking garbage. All of it was garbage. She took one step. <sighs> Tom. All of her momentum was carrying it to the line. What else is she? I don't she, think she actually could have stopped. No, if she, she literally couldn't. Now, if she had fumbled the ball a bit and not taken a clean possession, 
Not a free kick. Yeah. Because she takes because she runs her fucking guts out, just gets there on the line. She's running parallel and she crosses over. I I don't think she could have slowed down. Did Terrence die when that happened? So, yes. We booed. And my dad's not a booer. We booed the umpires. Then the siren went. The entire crowd booed. And oh, these yeah. Adelaide supporters in front of us were like, oh, that's a bit disrespectful. I'm like, shut the fuck up. You just Once. stole again. Do, do you know what I fucking actually, you know what I got that almost made me commit a murder on the weekend? What? So we had, there was, a, there was quite an even representation of supporters there. A lot of the Adelaide supporters came over, which is fucking awesome. Good on them. Um, there was a few next to us who, you know, they were great people. They weren't rowdy, rude people. They cheered their goals. We cheered our goals. Sean, I see we've started with the last game of the round this week. Interesting. Mm. I'm just telling you an anecdote that we can rewind. We're there. Dive Tom, in, I guess. Yeah, yeah. John, we'll, look, we'll you want to do it this way? I mean, Tom, we already are. We're out, of, we're out of chronological order, but that's the typical Geelong arrogance, I guess. <laughs> Sean, fuck a, you. You're the, the reason we were out of order last week. On the back yeah. of a loss, though. That's yeah, wild. Right. Anyway. Do you want to do our three games first and then trickle in the other games? And then just fade out the audio. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, well, anyway, at that decision, filthy, the game's then over and everyone's like, yeah, well done, umpire, fuck. Umpire, fuck. The guy near me did that thing that I hate, boys, where... He tried to explain that the decision was correct. Tom. We might not like it, but the decision was correct. And I'm like, you know what? I don't like opposition telling me that I'm wrong. Yeah, Tom. do that in the safety of Adelaide Oval. Yeah. No, don't even do it there. Tom. Fuck you. Could have had a blank, Tom. Could have had a blanket thrown at you down. Oh, mate. <laughs> could have been hit by a $37 20... burger. <laughs> could have been smashed with a 20-inch dildo. He's very fucking lucky. <laughs> oh, Sean. Joel. Hearing that story, though. Yeah. Could you not imagine the tables are reversed? Who who would love to be helpful at a game and explain to a losing oh, opposition? No, 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 Sean. I do. That is not something I like fucking doing. I will have to go with Thomas here and say during the game, perhaps <laughs> at, at the, the end, end of the game. game? No, 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 no. You respect the hurt, but if it ha- if it had if that had been on three quarter time, Siren. Oh, different, different context. Yeah. Context matters. Yeah, Don't try to explain to me when I'm walking out trying not to cry in front of my mum. Yeah, that's fair. So apart from well, okay, you, we've gone at umpires for maybe uh, below average performance this weekend. Yeah, do you know who performed just better all round? Geelong. No. Oh. Yes, technically, but that's not what I was thinking of. Every team. It was good. The quality of uh, AFLW Richmond. Uh, <laughs> they but no, I know what you mean. Yeah, the quality of the games is awesome. I just, I think, and this is the thing is that even if you look at the scores and go, oh, it's low scoring, I think the gen, the, the, I don't the know, play, the seventy six by North Melbourne says no, otherwise. No, no, no. But I, I'm saying like the, across the whole three weeks, that whatever you think about the scoring level, the actual on infield play, the general play and the quality of it has just gone up a gear. Oh, definitely. Like it's no longer just rolling scrums. There's some really nice stuff happening, um, and I love it. Fuck yeah. yeah, footy. Hey, why don't we talk about the first game? Why don't we just finish talking about the Geelong game? Go, mate. Go. You sure? Yeah. Tom. Boys. The audience have already Do you know why it. I'm happy, though? Even though my team lost in dog shit circumstances. Do you know why I'm happy? You were GMHBA Stadium. I went to the footy on the weekend. Yeah, well done, Tom. Did Fucking you, missed did it. Did you drive down? I did drive down. Keys. Hey, did you struggle to get the keys off your hand after you glued them to it? It was really hard to put them in the ignition, but that's why I've got a hole in my hand. Do you know what? Speaking of hands, you know what my hands weren't <laughs> ready for? They've had a soft summer. Cut pretty hard. My hands were pretty sore by the end. Hey, quads. Uh, they're a bit sore. Yeah. They're tight uh, from sitting real tense. Jaw? Yeah. Uh, jaw sore. My throat's done okay, though. The was more what I was interested in. Uh, no, I stood twice. Yeah. Uh, Purcell's goal in the third quarter. Yep. And uh, 
Rocky's goal in the fourth. Yeah, okay. Which Fair was enough. fucking kept you, unbelievable. Kept you in it. Rocky's goal in the fourth. I hadn't stood up in so long, mm. but I got dizzy. Did Terrence stand up? <laughs> yeah, he fucking yeah. did. My mum stood. Did your mum boo at the end? Yeah. Oh, nah. Maybe not, actually. Maybe I'm just in my mind I think she did because she was there, but I don't. So I was watching a telecast. I just want to make it very clear that the booing with that free kick dismissal was maybe the loudest sound of the entire day. It was pretty loud. There was a bloke who was losing his mind all game who anytime the umpires made a bad decision just kept yelling things out like, I'm going to write you a letter. <laughs> That's great. And I was like, that bloke's going to choke to death. Who's he going to write it to? I don't know. I don't, I don't know who he's writing to. Uh, he yelled at Steve Hocking on the ground, on the boundary line at one point. Um, it was like, oh, good on you, Steve. And I'm like, is that praise or are you insulting him? I don't know. Um, but I was good to be back at the game. My team lost and that sucked. But, boys, that's our highest score in the AFLW. It's probably the best I've seen us play ever. Yeah. Probably since that Brisbane game last year. Yeah. We just, every week we're getting better. Every week the team's just gelling. And what I really loved about this week was in the second quarter when we only kicked one goal and sort of Adelaide kicked a couple, was that we got sucked into doing this thing that Geelong tend to do because they're young and inexperienced still, is we get sucked up to where the play is. Yeah. So that the minute the minute the ball spills out the back and we finally get a breakaway, we look up and there's just fuck all to kick to and we kind of bomb it down the line and it just comes back. Yeah, yeah. Geelong are did still that. doing the thing that yeah. they've been doing all season, which is also they shit themselves and get too defensive, and you can only be super defensive for too long. Uh, for so I, long, I thought we were really good this week. We were quite attacking this week. It happened when the scoring shut down. It didn't not so much towards the start of the game or towards the end, but in the middle. Is what I'm saying. So when we yeah. started like getting sucked into the play, we couldn't score. We couldn't get any freedom. And we're always under pressure. You in try the, and trap the ball down in your back line as well, which always results in a score. Yeah, the, uh, it's weird. The third quarter though. But the message went through. They started doing it at the start of the third quarter and then just a couple of players just stopped and we didn't get a goal out of it necessarily immediately, but the play just was a bit better. We got a bit more of possession. Morrison and Purcell were able to break the lines. Although one of the best things we did was playing McWilliams further up the ground a bit because she's got she's such a good mark mm. that she can move up and we've got sort of people at the back to kind of take that forward thing. It's, it's really good. And I'll tell you what, you know it's good to have back? Meg McDonald. Oh yeah! Fuck! Just having her back just 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 gave us an extra dimension. It meant we could have players zone off a bit and run out of defense because she just was locked down there like a goalie. Yeah, had fucking combat hair, mm. hair like she had like little fucking princess Leia, but I'm gonna punch you hair. Was it her that got the ball ripped out of her hands near the end? Oh uh, no, yeah, no, it was Mel Hickey. Mel Hickey, sorry. Yeah, yeah, just took a mark and it just didn't quite land, and it bounced off the other player's elbow, landed <laughs> in front of us, turned around, kicked a goal. But like even. I, I, Try to remember the commentary. I think they were huge on it. They were like, she's done a huge... And then what? <laughs> like, how did she yeah. rip it out of her hand? Yeah. Yeah. She they, took they a massive like, mark. Yeah. Steal. That, was yeah. a, that was a pretty awesome goal. That was the goal that... Then then the great thing was she kicked that goal yeah. and then Cranston immediately kicked the one at the other end and kept yeah. it alive. Oh, it would have been nice. You got pumped. I, I tell you what, I got... <laughs> Cranston, that goal was insane. Her ability to just pick the ball up. She's so clean. Mm. She just hits... Okay, she did a lot of things I liked. One, kicked that goal, looked real clean. Yeah. Two, nearly killed about four people. Love it. But has pulled the foot back a little bit, Double so she's not getting support, suspended. How old is she? I think she's like, last I think she's like 30. Is she Okay. I think yeah. she's like towards the latter end, like she's like 28 to 30. Maybe. Yeah. I could be wrong. She might be younger. Mm. Um, um, I could look it up, but you know what? Cap- make her the captain, Tom. Nah, Meg Cap- Max the captain. Captain Blood. Oh, <laughs> she's, that, she's unofficial captain. Yeah. <laughs> she's human wrecking ball. She's a spiritual leader. Yeah. Um, yeah. For all the Adelaide listeners out there, I mean, we're not particularly big fans, but uh, look, <laughs> Danielle Ponta 
Kicked four. Four. Including one. Let, hey, let's, hey, can I correct that, Joel? She kicked three, umpire kicked the fourth. Ooh. Fuck you, Adelaide. Uh, Even their coach was like, look, to the letter of law, maybe it's there, but I didn't like it when I saw it. And that's the coach of the Adelaide Crows. Tell you what, though, Paul Hood. Is that Matthew Clark? Yep. Yeah. Paul Hood came out and he's like, I'm disappointed, but I'm also proud. And I tell you what, I love that a lot. Yeah, that's good. Marinoff also 12 tackles, uh, 25 huge. touches. Uh, hit 250 tackles in 27 games. Ridiculous. Record amount. That is fucked. <laughs> it's just oh, insane. There's another player we'll talk about later that will probably beat that. Though. Oh, there's there's a, there's a couple coming. Yeah. See, the thing is, she's now set the bar. They know what I have to beat. <laughs> well, a game much earlier in the weekend, uh, Saturday afternoon, which we won't dump in, jump into too much, but there was one player where one player tackled three people in a row, <laughs> and that made me pay attention to them instantly. And then for the rest of the game, I was like, oh, my fucking God. I love footy. And I love fights, and I love reverse 50-meter bend. Oh, <laughs> we're going to get to that game in a sec. Um, All right. One more Geelong thing before you move on to Adelaide, because fuck them. I, uh, I, look, I've got nothing else to say about Adelaide. No, that's good. They won. Um, Purcell has not had less than 17 touches in a game this She's year. She's incredible. She kicked three goals in two weeks. Looks good. It's just the development of her is fantastic. Becky Webster's looking brilliant every day. But uh, Danielle Higgins had a fucking huge game. Kicked two monster goals, including one after getting absolutely annihilated. Got back up, coolly slotted it. We're looking good. We're, it's, it hurts, though, because I'm like, I just want to win. Like, I'm so proud of them. They're playing so much better than last year, but fuck, I want to win. Is the, from a finals point of view, are you cooked? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think if we've got this five games to go, and I think we've got some easier games. We've had a fairly tough first three weeks. Freo over there, Brisbane and Adelaide. Three uh, very good sides. Uh, you're, you're not cooked, but you're in trouble. Well, you would have penciled in the Brisbane game as a win. I would have penciled these one of these two in as a win. So you're in Conference A. Yeah. Uh, Brisbane played 3 1 2 1 draw. So 10 points with a percentage of 146. Yeah. North Melbourne played 3-1-2. Uh, one of those was a murder, so that percentage is 218. Yep. Yeah. And then yeah. GWS played 3-1-2, percentage of 118. GWS, I think we can catch. I think you're better than them. I think we're better than them. I think we can catch the Giants. The Smokies, weirdly Gold Coast, I think, in our oh, they're conference. Oh, they're looking good. So if we, can, if we can start winning, we probably need to win three, and GWS might I don't, I don't see GWS winning too many more. If we can catch them and build our percentage Oof. up a bit, the bonus for us is we do have Richmond this weekend, so fuck, we better beat them. But where? It's in Bendigo. Really? Got- yeah, I don't know why. It's fucking cool. Right. So there's seven teams in your conference. Five of them have won at least one. Um, four of them have won two games or less. Oh, or more, sorry. Yep. Well, two games and a draw. One of them has only won one, and you and Richmond haven't won either. So you're in trouble. We already need to win three or four in the next five. I will say after this round, conferences are looking pretty... They look even. Look pretty good. Yeah, the top four in each conference are like even. So if, for example, at the moment Melbourne would be missing, I think, if the finals were played. Yeah. They can't be too upset because I think the other three teams in the other conference have higher or equal percentage. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I'm not looking at a ladder and I refuse to. So (laughs) um, that's all I've got to say. Um, They would be above GWS. Okay. If finals were this weekend, they've missed out in exactly the same fashion as last On percentage though? On percentage. Yeah. At least it's at least it's but it's a bit more even, I feel. Yeah, yeah I think in previous years. Yeah. Oh, I mean it's only GWS that they'd pass. Um everyone else, yeah, they're not even even close to. Yeah. So look, 
I love footy. I want to win. Yep. Let's wind the clock back to Friday. Hey. St. Kilda recorded their first ever AFLW win. Yeah. How good's footy? Oh, how good. good? How good was the goal? Oh. It was a monster. Greiser loves goals from 50. Yes. She loves kicking two in their first ever win as well. Just, she's one of those like big old strutty key forwards too. Just is like, hey, fuck you. I want to get down to that ground as well. Looks good. Mm. Moravin, get yeah. excited. Are you playing there at all? Brisbane? Don't think so. I think we've only got one Melbourne game and it's against Richmond at Icon Park. The really weird time slot. So it's on a Friday night at 5.30. Whoa. Is it a curtain raiser? No, I don't think so. That's fucking dumb. No, it wouldn't be at Icon Park. Yeah, really 5.45 on the 20th of March. Is it 5.45? Yeah. Still, what the fuck? Uh, no, I know why. 20th of March, the men's comp started. They're going to cannibalise their own products. So they'll have well, that game. fucking bullshit. What game's on that night for the men's? Western Bulldogs versus Collingwood at oh. Marvel Stadium. Can you hear that sound? That's me not giving a fuck. <laughs> I'd rather be able to leave work at normal time and get to the Brisbane game. This is bullshit. I'm writing a letter. You're writing a letter? <laughs> you and my mate. Yeah, we'll team up. <laughs> I'll scribe. He'll just scream in my ear. <laughs> that was dog shit. Because <laughs> that was his voice too. I'm writing a letter. <laughs> it's kind of a squawk uh, than he, rather than yeah. It wasn't a man yelling. It was it was a it was a parakeet. <laughs> um, so Friday. yeah, a low scoring game. Uh, Melbourne really, 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 really wish they would have uh, taken their chances. I imagine Melbourne did that thing that Melbourne have done. For the last couple of seasons, where fuck, I feel we talked them up. I think we're responsible. I think they. Yeah, did I, think, I talk them up? No, we did last <laughs> week. We talked about how they actually looked pretty good this year. Oh yeah. Uh, we then, I reckon they listened to the podcast, got a bit ahead of themselves. <sighs> Come on, days. <sighs> pull the pull the team together. Did you guys both back Melbourne to win? Yeah, I think we all did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was standard. I mean, it's great that St Kilda got their first win. There was some, again, Griser, big fan, Sean. Tell you what, I know this might hurt you. It doesn't if it's Kate. How exciting is Kate oh, McCarthy to watch? I bloody love her. Oh, she's so good. If she's happy, I'm happy. She was happy. Because footy's good. The amount of t- tell you what she loves. She loves a goal celebration for herself. Do you know what she loves even more? A teammate kicking a goal. Oh, she fucking loves it, Tom. Do you know what else she loves, Sean? Going for a run. Yeah, oh, bloody hell, mate. <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, I miss her. She's brilliant. <laughs> but it's all right. It's all right, buddy. You top a conference, eh? It's good for the Saints. You had it's been good, it's good for footy. It's good for footy. You'd been written off and you were currently sitting at the top of Conference A. It's pretty good. Haven't lost a game. Have, haven't lost a game. Haven't won one of them, but haven't lost a game. <laughs> it's true. That's that good. True. Um, yeah, but- Melbourne, Jesus Christ. St Kilda, well done. Yep. And their confidence will be up because they've won now. They uh, oh, won't be shitting themselves like I imagine Richmond and West Coast both are. They nearly pinched the winning in Adelaide last week. Yeah. Who have the Saints got this week? They have they're clearly the Fremantle. best, but it's in Melbourne, yeah. Yes, Four. they could win that. Is they that could Mar- absolutely win that. Is it at Moorabbin? Yep. What day of the week is that? Sunday, Sunday afternoon, three p.m. I think I might get down. Ooh. Big, yeah. that's big, mate. That is big. I respect it. Holy shit! I just realized Melbourne didn't kick kicked one goal for the whole game. Yeah, one goal eight. One goal eight. They yeah. did not score in the last quarter. Yeah, no. Uh, the Far only out. only one person did. Griser. Mm-hmm. Kicked Fuck. a behind and kicked a goal. She's incredible. You'll love to see it, Tom. Tell you what, I'm also uh, Patrikios, very good. Uh, big fan, Drennan. Just, just goes about it pretty well. Yep. Big fan of that. That's good. Just If I was a St. Kilda supporter, I love Kate. Yep. Actually, no, nah, if I was, you know what? Actually, you know what? This is the best thing about this. What? You know what's back at St. Kilda? 
There's a new G train. Oh, yeah, that was great. The <laughs> commentator. I don't know who it was at the end of the game, but uh, yeah, guys, a two-one. Uh, just, just looks like she loves footy too. And that's what you like to. See. That's what Howgood's footy love. It's what we're based on, Tom. It's true. It's it's, it's enti- our do. entire foundation is loving footy. I think we talked about this last week, but I just love at the end of the games when the girls are singing the club song. Yeah, and they just love footy. Like how many times you see the blokes do it, and they're just like, unless it's a grand final or they're like just a like, huge oh, game, yeah, they're yeah, just kind of yeah. like, eh, going through the motions. Yeah, wins are huge. Wins are big. I tell you, I tell you, who had a big game for Melbourne though, even though they didn't win. Was uh, Paxman was like, hey, oh yeah, if we're not going to win, I'm going to try to win by myself. Yeah, yeah. Erno yeah. Day just doing that thing that like those good players do, where they're just like, all right, come on, everyone on our backs, let's go, hop on, let's go. But they're not a train. No. <laughs> They're there's just two one, women. There's only one G there's train. There's only one G train. Well, there's two now. All right. <laughs> so as we predicted last week, yep. uh, the next game, there was a lot of violence at uh, <laughs> Victoria University Witten Oval. Uh, fucking hell. What a game. Carlton, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, both teams were good, but did we, we expected this though, didn't we? Maybe well, not to that extent, but we expected a response. Oh, we, we knew that they wouldn't have taken the Collingwood loss well. Mm. But the tackle pressure and the but also what I loved was Taylor Harris didn't take a heap of marks early, but laid a lot of tackles and put a lot of pressure on. And she was she chases people with so much intent. I am so terrified for them if they catch them. Anytime the ball hit the ground, I was scared. Yeah. Cause and I'm sitting at home. Yeah. She took she t- <laughs> she might reach out and uh, club you. Like, bloody hell. I was watching her, like, reach for a ball at one point. I was like, fuck, you'd be fucked in the boxing room with her. her oh, yeah. She could punch you from the other side of the ring. Oh, yeah, because she did, like, a one-handed pickup from the ground at yep. one point. It was fucked. Dissed um, it off to the goal. There was also a point where, and it was, the camera angle definitely helped, but uh, there was a turn. So she was running. Carlton won, by the way. Yeah, Carlton won by 21 points. Kicked eight goals, three. So they absolutely <laughs> tidied up their kicking. But uh, there was one point where Taylor Harris, I think she was I think she was running down forward, but then the ball got turned over and went kind of the other way. Yeah. And the camera angle was on the player that had the ball. And you just saw Taylor Harris turn around and then just like sprinting oh. at this player. And I was like, fucking hell. <laughs> she did. She hit, made some big hits. There were some amazing tackles. Tom, but Joel, am I about to say the tackle that you love the most and the player that you immediately decided was the best player ever was... A Hosking? Uh, yeah, Sarah Hosking. Uh, so number 10. There was one point in the Carlton defense where she knocked someone over, tackled another person as they got rid of the ball, then got up and tackled the person that had the ball, which then resulted in Carlton gaining possession. And I was like, what the fuck was that? Holy sh- Who's that? Who is that lady? <laughs> I love her. <laughs> and then fucking hell, like all game, she was just like, First of all, her and her sister have incredible connection at one point. How was that kick? She, I don't know if you Did saw. You oh, no, this was just before you started watching. Yeah. It was when we were getting real hyped. In the second quarter, oh. uh, Sarah Hoskins was like uh, running down like through the middle of the ground and she was kind of being chased down. And she just kind of like kicked it out to the wing where her sister just like charged Just forward. appeared in shot. Are they twins? Yes. Yep. Twin powers. Did she read her mind. Did oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck. She was like, 10. I'm putting the ball here. Yes. Number, t- number 10 and number 11 as well. So oh, I love that. I, how good is that? That's fucking that, is, that is a really powerful, powerful move. Did you draft in the same year? 
I want to say... Well, they would have, wouldn't they? I don't know. They're <laughs> twins, so maybe. Yeah. I mean, they would have been eligible the same year. True. Um, also loved in this Darcy Vessio just playing where the fuck she, she wanted. She was good. She, oh, yeah, Vessio was fucked. There was the, the article in the week that <laughs> Robbo wrote having pots at Katie Brennan, but not just Katie Brennan, a whole cluster of those mm. original OG... Uh, Thanks, Lobo. AFLW players. And... On one hand, you're like, I get the point you were almost trying to make, Robbo, which is that there is a new brigade of players who are going to leave some of these guys in the dust because they've been playing for longer. Fair enough. The way he went about it was a hack job, Robbo. Fuck me. Mm. Anyway, he mentioned Vessio, and people have been having little snide shots at Vessio because she's not sort of kicking goals or doing anything. So she was kind of unleashing like a halfback role that then pushed forward and Tell you what, she had a big fucking game. Yeah, you know she's in everything. Do you know who else had a really big fucking game? Press Barkis. 24 touches. Oh, no worries. Uh, six tackles. You know whatever. My, my problem with Robbo. What? Oh, the, this is Harold's son, Robbo, not uh, Mitch Robinson. <laughs> Although he's, yeah. <laughs> he's in a bit of trouble too. Yeah, but I get the vibe. I could be wrong here. I don't think he watches a lot of AFLW. I think he's just looked at some stats columns and written a fucking article. Like He doesn't, he doesn't often write about AFLW, does he? Or uh, speak about it. No. No, I've never seen him mm. write about it. Yeah. I mean. I think a lot of people had a problem with that. It's like, mate, if you're actually going to bother about it, yeah. to write an article. Write, write an article every week. a positive week. thing. Write a tackle. Yeah, as his yeah. tackle column every week. Write yeah. a tackle for the women. Well, yeah, isn't that the thing he does in the Herald Sun? He has his likes and his dislikes. Yeah. He didn't even do that. He didn't, he didn't talk positively. He just went, I'm going to target this player and a few others. And, yeah, that was his hit piece. And there was like a weird bit in the middle where he praised the game, as I said. So that's what I mean. Like you almost go, "Is what angle are you taking?" Mm, that's just, him protecting himself, but yeah. doing a bad job. Of he it just was a shit article. Yeah. Uh, but Vessio obviously read it <laughs> and responded in kind. Does that see that other one that she uh, tweeted about where someone was? She got in the write up. It was Vessio was great. She was played the loose man in defence. Yeah. Everyone was like. Can't we like phrase this better? And she went in with like, uh, I would prefer Lucy Goosey. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I think the, the in the in the article the thing was like saying that if you were like she was a loose woman in defence, the yeah. connotations around that. At so which point, player. <laughs> but but no, but someone else was like, why don't you reclaim loose women as like that? If you just, if everyone just starts saying it, swap yeah. man for woman in AFLW, then yeah. that's fine because that's what's going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, there's something in that, Tom. Just, just you know. Georgia G kicked three goals and they were all huge. Fucking loved it too. And flip side, Bonnie too good. First of all, one fucking great name. <laughs> How good is she, mate? Oh, too good. Oh! Second, she also kicked a fucking massive goal. Oh, that was a ripper. Yeah. And the commentator said that was too good and then they laughed it and chuckled. And uh, I would have too. What about Kate McLeod? For the Bulldogs, who I think in the third quarter or the second quarter had an absolutely cooked shot that almost went in. And then got the ball again on the rebound, had the same shot from the same spot and nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was the same angle, but from the other from the, side. From the side of the ground. So she'd run her guts out to get to there, missed it, kept running to affect the game on the other side, got the ball back, had another shot, nailed it. Mm. Tell you what, loved it. This game was fucking great. It was- I missed the start of this game. Did they do anything special for Pride? Uh, I joined in at the like a minute in. I know so they were I wearing- uh, Vessio designed the Carlton jumper. I just really? Yeah. It's a fucking good jumper. It's fucking good. Yeah. Now, I'm pretty sure Geelong was supposed to be wearing pride socks. But no one was wearing pride socks. Well, I think there were only two pride games, weren't there? It well, wasn't no, a pride but, round. It was- no, but Geelong did a pride thing. Like okay, we had cool. our pride supporters who were like had been around for like eight months or something or 18 yeah. months. Maybe their property steward um, left his keys at a restaurant. <laughs> 
I the mean, socks are in hey, his car. Or, mate, Sean, habits are the best of us. Well, and the worst. And the worst of us, no. I, I did think maybe it was the Paddy Dangerfield theory where they got special socks made for Geelong to raise awareness around this, like, just don't just think campaign. They were orange. And everyone but Dangerfield was wearing them because his calves were too thick for the socks. That can't be accurate. No, that's legitimately true. I've, he's told this story before. Does he have the thickest calves in Geelong? He does. The big. What's huge bigger? calves. What a question. Yeah. What's bigger? Dangerfield's calves? Yeah. Or the Geelong sexy land? <sighs> or is it more of like an immovable object meets an unstoppable force? So if he walks into sexy land, it Geelong pretty much implodes. It's true. He actually is banned from sexy land. He has bigger calves than Tom Hawkins. He has bigger. Well, so I think what it is is I Hawkins- just a calf lineup. Well, I mean, I think it's relation to foot size too. Like, <laughs> oh, bloody hell, danger. I th- <laughs> Guys, Dangerfield's penis is massive. <laughs> <laughs> is that what we're implying here? Is that what we're talking about in circles? Or I guess the opposite, because maybe he has tiny feet but massive calves, which would really fuck with. No, the, apparently uh, the difference is Hawkins. <laughs> if you watch Hawkins, wears his socks down like at his ankles, whereas Dangerfield likes to wear them all the way up under his knees, and yeah. his well, calves are so thick that he couldn't pull them up <laughs> high enough. Okay, his calves. Yeah. Uh, they're not. <laughs> they're just regular looking legs. Tom, I got to say. This sounds like bullshit. No, no, no. It, look it up. The, the, I think he's full uh, of shit. You know what? Yeah, they're fucking big. All right. Look at the, the sock. The top of that sock is doing a lot of work. Oh, that's a bulging sock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just going to look up. I'm but, <laughs> mate, if you've got special socks, just wear them slightly lower. Yeah, you doesn't have to pull them all the way up. Uh, excuse me. Drop them to your ankles, danger. Mate, that's... <laughs> Do you want to move on the next game? Because... Whew. All right, Man, next game. Fuck Sean. First ever Q clash, AFLW. Yes. Um, it was a stressful fucking time. It was stressful before the game even began. Coach, out oh, injured. Yeah. Jeez, oh. I nearly forgot about that. <laughs> fuck. Starsevich, um, not exactly sure what happened. I know that he went to hospital. Yeah. And uh it was an illness. They weren't too concerned, but they also couldn't figure out what it was. So Mate, um, he's got the uh, Sean Carneitis. That's bloody right. In came uh, Daniel Saucehead Merritt, oh. <laughs> which is just so exciting. I still remember being at a, a game last year where he's – because he's the assistant coach, obviously, and he was on the sidelines screaming. He was so loud. The only <laughs> other person who was louder than him was Sharni Layton. From the Collingwood <laughs> oh, that was the Collingwood-Brisbane game. Yeah. I was at that game. You yeah. could hear him. Actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah you could absolutely oh. hear him. Oh, bloody hell. Run back! Run back! Yeah, and every now and then, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> So what I do love that, like at, we're at the, at the Geelong game, you can hear everyone yelling. It's great, isn't it? I and like you can hear that. them like getting around. And at one point, like they were out on the bench, and you could actually hear like as Thomas Thomas Stewart was coming off to get back up into the race, like just talking to a couple of defenders, and you actually heard him be like, "Rock solid, guys, rock solid." I'm like, yeah. "Good on you, Tommy." Brisbane, they looked very good. I did. I can't remember. I messaged you guys. I know I was. I began to draft the message, which was, <laughs> "I've watched ten minutes. We're unbeatable." <laughs> oh, hey, good thing you didn't send that, mate. Wow. That was now it's out there. Um, Lug kicked the first two goals. Brisbane actually kicked the first three goals. We're up by nine. It was nineteen zero. Yep. Which I I looked at and I went, fucking hell! If we lose from here, this is this is cooked. I reckon. You didn't lose. You didn't lose. Well, no, we didn't. But they'll be disappointed to to have been nineteen points up and in control to then drop the game. Yeah. That second quarter though, from the Suns and uh, Howarth. Oh, she just exploded. Pretty sure that was her first game. She kicked three goals. So second two, two like in the space of about 30 seconds. Yeah. And, and these are, they were good goals. And they were on the run too. Yeah. Snaps on the run. One of them was pretty far so out. So the second quarter isn't when the Suns exploded. The It was actually, well, yeah, the third and the last. 
Well, sorry, when I say Suns exploded, they got their first two goals. After Very you got, quickly. You yes. got a couple of yeah, goals think, early and looked like you were running away with it and then they hit back. Yeah, even at half time, I think it was like 27 to 12 maybe or something Holy like shit, that. you only scored another point for the rest of the game. Yeah, yeah. it really dried up. And it was a – I know. Yeah, it was a kick to behind. I can't remember who was doing the commentary, the special comments alongside Lynchy, um, but she – she called it so early, and it was one of the best calls I've seen so far. She talked – she listed, like, you know, Paige Parker and a few other Gold Coast girls who have just blistering pace, and she said all they need to do is go out wide. Brisbane are going up the corridor. If Gold Coast go out wide, they'll murder Brisbane for pace. And then, like, two minutes later, they started doing it, and they did it for the rest of the game, and they're just fucking so quick. Yep. They're Couldn't exciting, catch them. They're an exciting team. They're, can I say uh, – just It's across- also important to notice we've hinted at it all day and still haven't acknowledged it. This game was a draw. Oh, yeah, this is a draw. I think it's the third draw we've had in AFLW, yep. or fourth maybe. I, and I think the Giants have been involved in two of them. Yeah, this or might be the, like it's either the third or the fourth. It's good. It's Fuck a good it was stressful. It's. I mean, I didn't see this game, Sean. Yeah. Were, were you close to scoring at the end? Uh, there was, you know, like a few little moments, but I think it very much felt like it was a Gold Coast tsunami. Like, So if the game we had gone for another on. two minutes, you weren't scoring a goal, they were probably going to hit the lead. Po- <sighs> Another five minutes, probably might have lost. Fuck. I think if you were to take Kate Lutkins out of this game, Brisbane just lose by maybe four goals. Which I think underlines how she valuable she is. is. Yeah, I fired off a tweet that got a little bit of action. And oh. I said, I think she's nearly the best player in the AFLW. Not the best defender, the best player. As in, if you're picking a, if you're picking a starting twenty. To starting 18 or 21 or whatever they do. Yeah, Tom, you in pick the same first. way that if I'm picking an all-star team in the men's comp, the first person I pick is Harris Andrews. Yep. The first woman I pick is Lutkins. Yep. She's so fucking good. It's like ridiculous. And she's so unassuming and just goes under the radar. And, uh, oh, oh, yeah. She was nearly best she, on in that Bulldog She'll be final. winning the, um, the Carney medal. Oof. At this point, I reckon. I don't think has the- anyone had Has anyone polled in all three games? Yes. Okay. Rasparkas, and she's a midfielder. Oh, but not best on ground in three games. I would argue she would have been. You reckon? In two of them at least. In round two? Maybe round three and round one. Lutkins is, has, had, has been best on ground in two of the three yeah, games but so is, far. Is Wardlaw taking points off her in? No, nah, she wouldn't have. Postle's way to one on of them in Adelaide. The, yep. Oh, speaking of Postle, my God. The tackle? Did you see it? <laughs> now the smother. No, I didn't see the smother. Did I saw a tackle. Did you see this? you got to watch like the last two minutes of the game. She actually... She saved the day for Brisbane. She it was, made it a draw for you. Yeah, she gave they, you their, they those won. two points, her two hands. Abs- fucking absolutely. They That's would have won big. for sure. The ball came down. Uh, there was there was a tackle. Paige Parker gets it at the top of the goal square, turns around to snap, Postlewaite smothers it. Oh. They still managed to like trickle it through for a behind, but it would have been a guaranteed six points. They would have won the game. Fuck. It's a fucking huge smother. She's, she's fucking I, good, I nearly died on the couch. It was, oh. <laughs> Good name too, Postlethwaite. Oh, it's great. Reminds me of the actor. Yeah, Pete. Yeah. Rest in peace, Pete. Oh, he's a great actor. Oh, champion. One of the best. All right, yeah, PP. Look, P. there's only one thing we love as much as football in this podcast, and it's a silver screen. Oh, <laughs> it's true. I'll tell you what, there was a, a huge fucking, uh, an even stronger reaction, I think, than Rocky kicking a goal, Tom. Conway, you reckon? Conway drilled one. It was a ripper, and she, she fucking went Super Saiyan 4. That's Jesus! How, that's how loud the screen was. Echoed. It blew out my speakers. <laughs> the team got around it. Oh, bloody Davidson. Did you guys watch much the of the Don't highlights? Argue? See, the Don't Argue. Well, but after the, the Don't Argue, she got murdered. <laughs> she someone, Don't Argue. The place she Don't Argue. Her over Alberta the just straight in the chest. Got back up, though. Fucking champion. Took her a minute to get back up, but. she. I'll tell you how exciting she is. She's that player who you put the game on 
and you're just desperate to see her kick a goal. Yeah. Because you just want to see what happens. Cranston. Because you know it'll be an awesome goal. Yeah. You know, the celebration will be enormous. Cranston. Yeah. The players so, like that. Can fuck. I just rewind and forward back to the long game? Because you'll appreciate yeah. this, Sean. There was a passage of play where Cranston went for a massive mark. Yeah. Dr- didn't, didn't make it. Yeah. And in doing so, like, knocked someone to the ground. Didn't even realise she'd, like, stopped play with, like, her, like, to... We'd won the possession of the ball back because yeah. she of her like affecting the kick because she'd missed the mark. She was so angry with herself, just double fist punched to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and I was probably twenty meters away in the stand, and even I could see that she'd just gone fuck. <laughs> and I love it. It was good. Uh, the Q clash lived up to it. Yeah, it was bloody great. Well, Zorko was on doing special comments on the boundary, and he was like, "You know it'll be a close one," which is like cliched footy talk. And then it fucking happened. Bloody happened. Um, Lutkins won the medal. Awesome. Um, uh, well deserved. Joe you know is really good. Uh, Sermon, Katie, Katie Sermon mm. for the Suns. I look at she's she's fantastic. Oh, they mate. I like. Would you say were out people of people really down on the Suns at the start of the season? I don't know. I think no. I think the issue was is that we live in Victoria, Sean, yeah. and Richmond are a big club. So all we're hearing about was oh, Katie Richmond Brennan this, Katie Brennan that. Richmond are really good. It's Richmond, Richmond, Richmond. Gold Coast. We'll, we'll get to that. But I'm starting to suspect that maybe they're not very good, Tom. I'm Gold starting Coast to suspect that. Yeah, an awesome. First three weeks. They've been really good. And yeah. they'll, they'll push for that like top three spot, I think. Oh, yeah. They've like, fuck, Conference A, it's on. It's it is on. on. That third spot's open. Gold Coast, I mean, yeah. I don't hate them. It's nice seeing a good Gold Coast team. eight Brisbane Lions players. <laughs> seven, isn't it? Bella was good. Is it seven? <laughs> okay. I think it's seven. But again, how many, them, how many of them are going home, though? A lot of them wanted to be closer to like, oh, where yeah, they're you from. Can't, you can't. No. You can't. It's, yeah. Can we just, before we move on to the next Res- game. Respect to the Suns. They're great to watch. They're fucking exciting. Best thing about the Suns is yeah. that I will say this: when they're all moving really quick, it's really hard to work out who's who because they all look like they're from the Gold Coast. They're all tanned with like like beach blonde, blonde hair. hair, like sun kissed blonde hair that's very long. Yeah. Except Sam Virgo, who's just got her like black and the headband and the headband. Yeah. So it's like, oh, sun, 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 sun. Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> but like, they just look like they just rolled off the beach. It's yeah. fucking great. I love it. Big fan. Love Virgo. That's big. All right. Next game. Fremantle Oval. Fremantle defeated Collingwood and you love to see it. <laughs> uh, mean, a loss for Collingwood is always good for football. It's a win for footy. Yeah. Uh, and they lost off their own boot as well, which, hey. Which I love even more. Good. Powerful. Yeah. Respected uh, a lot. Collingwood have declared war on themselves. They've joined the war <laughs> on Collingwood. <laughs> They've heard about the war on Collingwood and went, well, was we're it, in. If we can't beat them, join them. And I guess by joining us, you look, it's convoluted, but they're on our side. I, I really wish if I was a very rich man, yep, I would write a blank check to Dom Sheed to attend every single Collingwood game ever and just sit in the pocket. Oh! <laughs> just watch. <laughs> Fire off some winks. Yeah, oh, mate. Um, That's big. With some finger guns. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Can we talk about the fact that, that in this game- A shirt that says, hi, I'm Dom Sheed, a premiership <laughs> hero. Is it- Collingwood should have won this. Oh, yeah. They were all over them. Yep. They were all over them. You don't know what I'm talking about, boys? Tom, you got the stats up? I've got stats right here, mate. Go to the tackle column. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Kiara Bowers, Bowers, 14 tackles. She wasn't fucking around. Do you know what her average is? Is it like 11? 15, I read today. <laughs> <laughs> I need to double check. I need to double check that because that's fucking off the, so also, off the chain. She missed the whole, the first two, the first year and a year and a half, I think, I of think AFLW so, yeah. through the injury. Yeah. So she could still break. The, so the target is set 250 and 27. Mate, she's going to fucking destroy How it. many games has she played? 
She gets a 250 in like 10. Get it done. I, Get I, it I done. I could have sworn I saw today she's averaging 15 tackles a game. Well, let's ask Gemma. She'll, no, you know what? Gemma will listen to this and message us yeah, and tell we'll, us what we'll it is. Find so. out Thanks, Gemma. Thanks, Gemma. What about if Lambert? If you want to know that stat as well, a tweet, Gemma. Yeah. Uh, Lambert, 32 disposals, eight tackles. Two, and oh, one goal one. Bloody hell, mate. Huge game. 134 fantasy points. Fuck. They should have won. Oh, feels good. They'll kick themselves. <laughs> yeah, they will. This, if this, uh, well, what they comments shouldn't are they be too in? worried if they kick themselves like they kick goals, Sean. They'll Whoa, fucking oh. miss. <laughs> We're just having a look. Their conference, they're probably safe in their conference. Oh, Where are they sitting? They're Tom. currently second, but only on percentage ahead of Carlton and Melbourne. Tom. To be safe, you need to win games. That's true, Tom. And it's Warren Collingwood. Oh, mate. Ooh. The whole country. Next Friday night will be interesting. Well, they've got some juicy games. Collingwood oh. versus Melbourne. Who can kick the worst and lose for themselves? Do they have to play? It's at um, Marvel, Marvel, yeah. Big. That's right, guys. It's going to come down to the last game of the round. And guess what? They can't up against the Cats. Oh, fuck, it Where sucks. I think it's GMHBA. Mm. I mean, it's not a fortress at all because you haven't won there. No. Yeah, we have. Not this, not this season. No. But it is a fortress it's all mostly. It's all about this season, mate. I don't know if that's how fortresses work. I don't know how fortresses I work. I think so too, yeah. Well, I think we've cooked that. Fortress is a reputation that's developed over time. Yeah. yeah. They'll get there eventually. So I don't think they can have a fortress. We're yet. in Brisbane are building the Gabatoire back up. Yeah. Yeah. Gold Coast. Hanging the Women's team up. making yeah. Metricon a fucking <laughs> fortress. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so Sunday. There was a murder. T- two two games on Sunday where uh, a team that's been in the competition uh, came up against a team that recently joined the competition and just showed them how it was done. Yeah. Uh, so G- GWS beat West Coast by twenty eight points. Pretty comfortable. I watched bits and pieces of this game. Was, uh, West Coast player got kicked in the neck and it was really intense and I choked for a little bit. Mm. I had trouble breathing for a moment. Are, are they okay? I don't know. Who was it? I don't know. Oh no. Yeah. Um. Look, things will get better for West Coast. I watched more of this game, though. So, yeah, West Coast didn't score until the last quarter, but then when they did score, they kicked two goals too. So that's all right. There's not a lot to say about this game. Kind of went the way that people expected. And West Coast, like all new teams in the competition, will find their feet. And GWS look good. I'm happy for them because they needed a win. They were screaming out for it. Yeah, Yeah, and they got one. Uh, Now, Sunday afternoon, Icon Park, North Melbourne, absolutely destroyed Richmond. And, boys, I'm very happy about this. (laughs) And something that I also very much respect about this is, Sean, you were watching this game. Yep. Not only was it a murder, North Melbourne did the thing that I also respect, which is they did not really take their foot off the paddle. No. There was one point where Richmond scored a behind and there was 45 seconds left in the quarter and North Melbourne were gunning it to go coast to coast. Like They didn't have to. They were 40 points up. <laughs> we talked at halftime about, look, we were licking our lips that there could be a 100-point win on the cards. If anyone's going to do it, it's going to be North. <laughs> they have they, no mercy. They've got no mercy. They're the yeah. heels of the AFLW. Kate Lashmore, three goals. No worries. Oh, Emma Carney, three Carney, goals. Three goals. No, no worries. worries. How the fuck are you letting Emma Carney kick three goals on you, Richmond? What are you oh, doing? Because she's a fucking superstar. No, she's a superstar. But Daisy Jesus. Bateman, two goals. And Abby Green, two goals. Here's the thing. You're kicking these huge scores. Emma King, not getting amongst it. It's good. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Emma King 
had a relatively quiet game considering it was a 56-point win. Yeah, she had nine touches, two tackles. Tell you what Ashmore loves. Ashmore loves a Charlie Cameron burn your opponent back towards the goal square oh, special. Yeah, mate. And she has another gear too. Like she burnt someone and they got back ground on her and you, she just was like, nah, yep. nah, you don't have me. Mm. Nice fucking try. And then I did see her on the bench later breathing in some big ones because when you run that fast, you got a, you got a lot of oxygen to take back in. But they just – North Melbourne were just too fucking good. Richmond are cooked. But, I mean, I think, I think it's – someone posted a stat on Twitter that was really interesting where they were talking about how uh, people talked up Richmond as being the big one and maybe that's, again, by people I mean AFL media because they're a big powerhouse club. They wanted to get buy – the media wanted to get buy into the AFLW, so leverage off a big powerhouse club. They had some big name signings. But really, they didn't sort of pick as cleverly as other clubs did. So you look at like Gold Coast, they've got sort of – I think they got as many of their – picks as they could use, like whatever picks they get given yep. from other teams. They used all 13 or whatever it was. Yep. Um, St. Kilda did the same. West Coast were a bit less. But St. Kilda and Gold Coast probably the best two expansion teams. Richmond didn't use all of their picks they could use, and they've kind of recruited – They recruited superstars, mate. They recruited superstars. Well, um, it worked for North Melbourne. Well, one, but one uh, superstar. Conti. I would argue that Brennan and Tra- uh, Frederick are both superstars. When when they when you sign them up, you and I know that Brennan's paper, sure. Brennan's probably a week away from having a big game. Yeah, maybe if she goes to the forward line. I think she's I think she's a better forward. She's obviously been poached with the promise of midfield time. Well, that's why she left because Bulldogs Conti, Bulldogs Conti had, after the game sort of imply that she's a better forward. Oof, Brennan is. I don't know maybe. I thought I read that somewhere, but uh, she's interesting. Was good. Um, Taylor Harris cops a lot of flack, but Sabrina's. I'd be interested to see her um, ground ball stats. It's not coming in though for her. That's I think maybe was the argument with the Paris one. I think Sabrina would dominate in a really strong team. Yes, yeah. not even a strong team, just a better supply. Yeah. She needs. This is going to sound awful. She actually needs Brennan in the forward line to take another defender. So she's not because there's no one else really that's like the big target up forward for her. it's the same problem that she had last year yeah. at Brisbane. There was no one else but her. So she had eight people on her every time the ball went in there. I think Brennan's a really good kick, but I'd I'd prefer to see her further up, like higher forward. It's just I watched it, and a lot of times she's having kicks from about sixty. Yep. And sometimes you've then got to get another kick to find an avenue to go. I'd rather her be a bit closer in and hit somebody up 20 metres out. Yeah. Or, or even be dangerous enough to run in and kick a goal herself. Yeah, kick she can kick a goal from 40. She's a big kick. 45. Yeah. So, I mean, she's a, she's a, she is built like a Mack truck. Like She's so powerful through the legs and the body. Yeah. I think if you want to help Richmond out – and uh, look, she's also – she's a good footballer, so she's going to be good wherever you put her. But I think for the team's development, they need someone else down in that forward line mm-hmm. because they're just – you know what I do with Sabrina? And it's a, I don't know um, what her fitness is like, but I'd play her as a ruck. Exclusively. Yeah, just get her around the ball. Get a bit she's of, around the ball, things happen. Get a bit of a touchback. Yep. I mean, they were never going to stop that because North <laughs> Melbourne smelt blood and went, <laughs> here we go. Kick seven goals before halftime. <laughs> it was insane. It was raining goals. I felt uncomfortable watching it. I, I didn't. It was, <sighs> loved every moment. Sitting there watching a murder, it was, oh boy. <laughs> I, I reported myself to the police. I've just witnessed a I've murder. I've been an accessory nothing. to murder because I cheated that they goal. Said, Fuck off, Thomas. We're inundated with people. <laughs> <laughs> They're ringing us all the time. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, so that's all of round three, and it was a big round. And uh, let's take a look at round four. Boys, do you want to follow my advice? Because I'm fucking dominating. You are third in the tipping. I, am, I have dropped down to third. Um, trying I'm, to think what cost me. So you get a point for a draw. Got a point for a draw. That's good. Do you get that in the other comp as well? No. Uh, yeah. No. No, you do. I've got it set up to do oh, that. Okay. Ooh, I don't know if I agree with it personally. <laughs> I think it's a default thing, actually. I don't think I can change that. I feel like the two teams lost and I won. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Putting it out there. Yes. I'm uh, I'm doing all right. Actually, I know what cost me. I went with Melbourne. Yep. And Geelong. And I went with Geelong. Yep. Geelong only got it for you. Yeah. Oh, fuck. They look good. See, I went with Melbourne and I went with oh, – I got six. Just quickly on Geelong, Thomas. <sighs> yes. You'd like – for a team that hasn't won a game. We're good. You've got to be bloody proud and bloody excited. Sean, I am. Yeah. This the, and this is the thing is I think you will get it w- yeah. when you had those lean Brisbane years where you can – be disappointed in the loss, but still be proud of the effort you saw yeah. and the development I'm slowly seeing each ga- each week. Oh, yeah. What? I'm rattled. So I'm 19th in this footy tipping competition. Oh, you were 30th last I week. Was th- yeah, I rose 16 spots. Shit. So I'm 19th. No. That's not, <laughs> mate, that's not 16 spots. <laughs> yeah. My maths is dog shit, but that's even worse than some of no, my look, dog shit. Look, I'll show you the fucking email. Okay, maybe you weren't 30th then. I was 35th. I okay. rose from- No, okay. You said I was 30th and I went to 19th. I said 30th. He, oh. he went with it. He might have. Yeah. I was 35th because I was bang I'm, in the middle. Hang on. You're going to trust me on this comp when I forgot to put myself in it for two weeks. I don't trust you at Shut all. Shut up, Tom. Let me get this stat out because you'll like it. All right. It's not even really a stat. I'm 19th. Yes. My name's Joel. Yes. I'm on 15 tips and yeah. my margin is off by 61. Okay. 18th. Brisbane supporter. His name's Joel. Oh, yeah. wow. Love He's it. got 15 tips. His average winning margin that he's off by... 61. The Ooh. reason he's above me on the ladder is because his last name starts with B and mine starts with D. So it's, it. it's your parents' fault. We've got to write him a letter. 
Who is this other Joel? And why is he tipping exactly? That means he's got potentially exactly the same tips as me. It's Joel Patful. Listens to the show. Fuck. Why well, that can't be Joel Patful. It starts with a B. Joel Batful. <laughs> this is wild. Change your name. Joel, if you're listening, one, why haven't you reached out? We've got the same name. Two, very interested in your tipping. Joel Boucher. Joel Boucher. <laughs> is it, are you sure it's just not you with a, with a dumb accent? Oh, my God. It's me, but if I was a Brisbane supporter. But, um, I like it more. Just uh, shout out to a listener of the show, Jake, who uh, St. Kilda supporter. He's coming second. He is jumped. He's the one who jumped you. Simpson? Yep. Good boy. Uh, <laughs> and look, proud to be beaten. For those, uh, for those propping everybody else up in the bottom 20, come and get me. Uh, so, <laughs> look, uh, look, we'll just go through this ladder. Uh, so, Tom, you uh, yep been scrolling for a while. Yeah, you're a fuckhead. He's right down the bottom. Um, you're 59th. Out of? 78. Hey, I was 78 out of 78 before. I'll take 59th. Good work, Tom. Um, the the best victory is a big comebacks. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if I came from 59th and won. <sighs> Be bloody huge and impossible. <laughs> <laughs> You're only one tip off Kato Halloran, so. It's her comp. Th- yep. Uh, friend of the show, Jason, is 50th. Play on radio as a company, 49th. Fuck, I'm losing. I'm losing to a company by 10. Disgraceful. This is bullshit. Uh, yeah. Then, look, we're all here. It's all, it's all we're all having a good time, uh, especially us in the top twenty. Hey, Joel. That's great. Speaking of good times, let's get let's have a look at round four. Do we have any emails? No. Let's look at round four first. No, I want emails first. Tom, what are you doing? He's oh. absolutely cooked it. Yeah, Tom, settle down. We'll get to that. I'm excited. But first, round four. We did everything out of order. No, we didn't. We did one game out of you order. You segued out of a thing before we finished doing it, Tom. Fuck. For fuck's sake. I'm rusty. This is week three. You need a win to clear out I your I need break. a win, guys. And look, hey, maybe this will be the week. And we'll get to that now. Friday night, Collingwood take on Melbourne. Marvel Stadium. This oh, this is, the, is, uh, this is this the curtain is before raiser before the... the well, not curtain raiser. This game is being played now before the uh, State of Origin match. <sighs> Collingwood. <sighs> I Sean, wanted... I can't do it. Actually... I can't do it. Melbourne. Yeah, no. War on Collingwood continues. I'll stick with Collingwood. I want to tip Colling. Uh, I want to tip Melbourne out of spite, but I think Collingwood will win. I can't do it, guys. I can't trust. I've got a war on Collingwood, but I can't trust Melbourne. I'm in between a rock and a hard place. Come 59th, Melbourne. <laughs> I need a win. All right. Well, Saturday afternoon at Queen Elizabeth Oval. Wherever the fuck that is. Is it the Geelong-Richmond game? Because if it is, it's in Bendigo. Uh-huh, yes. And I don't fucking know why. Why isn't it at Icon Park so I can go? Well, you can Do go it. to Bendigo. Yeah, mate. You and your little micro, jump in, go Get for in. a drive. All right. Do it. Fuck, I just bought a car. My, you know, I think I mentioned in this podcast, but my previous car, the engine fell out. Got a new car today. Maybe I'll go for a drive Engine's too. important. Yeah, it's a part that, according to my mechanic, I need. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah Richmond v Geelong. 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 Yeah. Guys, it's got to be this week. We need it. Arden Street Oval. Fuck, this game could be huge. North Melbourne take on Gold Coast. Speed versus brutality. North. I think think what's going to happen is, I think, I think the Gold Coast Suns are like excited and, you know, coming into it and they're just going to run into a big black, a blue and white fist. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's big. Big, it's big. Fist name is Emma Carney. <laughs> and then uh, Saturday night, we have West Coast taking on Western Bulldogs. Where? Leaderfield Oval. 
that's feels like it's Perth. Who's the first team? West Coast. West Coast, yeah. So it's over there. I'm gonna do it. Are you back in their first win? In it's a first, yeah. The first? Yep. Love it. I'll stake my third position on it. Although Western Bulldogs, yeah, actually Western Bulldogs will be hurting physically from that loss because all their players will. will be bruised as shit from all the tackles they copped. Yep. A lot of corkies. Oh, a lot of corkies. West Coast. Yeah. I like that. I'm also jumping on West Coast. You know what? Me too, guys. Beautiful. Dom Shade's going to be there. <laughs> Sitting in the pocket. This isn't where I kicked it, but I'm just happy to be here. That's what I'll say. <laughs> Heisen's Stadium, Sunday afternoon, Adelaide take on Carlton. Oh, fuck. That's another big one. That's big. It's big and Carlton will win. Grand final rematch. Carlton. (sighs) Carlton. I'm excited to see. I want to break Adelaide's fucking heart the way they broke mine. I'm excited to see what the Hoskins sisters are up to and uh, what Taylor Harris is up to again. Guaranteed, it's tackles. Oh. Tackles and telepathy. <laughs> That's a good biography that they will write together. Yeah, all three of them. <laughs> what? Featuring guest author Taylor Harris. <laughs> Story of sisterhood and our friendship with Taylor Harris. <laughs> uh, then we've got St. Kilda take on Fremantle in uh, Moorabbin again. Saints. I think Fremantle too good. Ah, Saints, mate. You believe in a bit of Moorabbin magic? I do. Sean? Yes. There's a record that yes. needs to be broken, though. What's the record? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what if she tackles Kate? Oh, oh, Got to no. catch her first. Yay! Hey! Uh, Saints. Five up. points. Free up. Free up. Free up. It'll be close. Last game of the round. Brisbane take on GWS. Oh, Brisbane. 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 They'll be angry. Yeah. Hopefully, Dakota's going to kick four. Hopefully, Wush is back. I, did she not play on the weekend? Didn't play, no. Didn't come up. So she played the first week. Do you reckon they overdid it? And she maybe, Possibly. maybe it was one of those things because I don't know like what the effects are. Because as they said when she wasn't playing last week, it's so uncommon. We don't yeah. know how to handle it. Um, maybe she was right to go, played, and went, I don't feel so great. Yeah, hopefully she's back. Because, oh. I mean, if you put her into that team on the weekend, they win, I think. X Factor. Ooh, yeah. Speed? Yeah, X Factor and speed, mate. <sighs> All right, push on. All right. You fuck. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, Tom. Joel. Yes. Do you want me to do it now? Yes, please. Hey, Joel, have we got any emails again? Yes, we do. All right, we've got a few this week, actually. Fucking hell. All right, let's start with one that's just a picture. It's from Brandon Clark. Uh, Canadian. Yeah, friend of the show. Met him at Grand Final Day. He's just emailed us to let us know that he got a, a tattoo done for a charity event and he needed to pick something small. Jesus. Oh, uh, no way. It's not... Don't get too excited. It's not what you think it is or what you maybe fear it is. He got the <laughs> West West Coast Eagles eagle tattooed over his heart. Oh, that's oh, good. Because that- I, I thought it was going to be a Hackers footy logo. <laughs> when I first read the email, I was like, oh, oh no. Oh, there's that's a, great. There's a picture of it. Oh, that's fucking awesome. There's a picture of it. That's rad. Yeah. That's rad. Yeah. When I, so I read the email and the attachment wasn't loading and I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. I'll be getting one of those on uh, the day after grand final probably. Why have the West Coast Eagles mascot? That's nah, really Brisbane, weird, mate. When they win, really weird for you to have the team that you Brisbane beat in the grand final win. on your body. You think we're going to beat West Coast? They bang along. So I think we're going to be playing Collingwood, hopefully. Nah. All right. Now this one is from Marion, who is based in Delaware, and it's a big email and it's an angry email. Those are my two favorite kinds of emails. You're not going to like this because it uh, 
It comes at gonna, me individually. No, no, no. It doesn't come at you. It, uh, it's just gonna, it's gonna, it's a touchy subject for all of us, and it's gonna involve someone's suits maybe growing in a few sizes larger by the end of the email. <sighs> no, dear lords, this is a long <laughs> one. Sorry. Oh, I love that we have a title now. We own, we own De- land. I live in Delaware in the United States, and I use the official AFL app for watching internationally. Ugh. Watch AFL Global Pass. This app is not only. The app not only includes every game in the men's and women's comp, but also the men's preseason games and the AFL TV shows listed below. On the mark, open mic, bounce, AFL 360, AFL Tonight, Up the Guts, the Beep Test, the Bull Ring, Bob. That also a- includes a section called AFL Specials, which has things like the draft day coverage, grand final breakfast, Brownlow Medal, EJ Witten Legends game, etc. And then simply a section called X, where, you guessed it, you can watch every AFL X match from 2009. Yes. Teen. That's a lot, right? But wait, none of the shows mentioned have aired a single episode since at the latest, December 2019, some as far back as July. If, AFL, you were trying to grow AFLW, then why is there absolutely zero extra coverage on your official international app? And since I can watch the shows live and or just after they air in Australia, then why does a show called AFL Tonight or On The Mark, which is hosted by three women, not cover AFLW? How about some coverage on an official goddamn show? Maybe show, I don't know, highlights. The Rocky Cranston goal highlight alone would make a non-watching <laughs> would make a non-watching chief watch. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a fucking interview or some in-depth analysis, all of which maintain and build continued interest in a sport where the game is not actually being played. An unheard of and revolutionary idea, I know. Mm. What the fuck? How <laughs> about a little effort? Energy. Coverage on an already established show is the lowest hanging fruit. At least I can rest easy knowing I can always watch the AFLX, a comp, by the way, that no longer exists. Good. It's true. Growing AFLW exponentially. Nicole, I can hear your suits getting bigger all the way over here. Keep up the good work. That's directed at the Holy Trinity, Tom, Dusha, and sometimes Carney. Get well. (laughs) Go Cats. Thank you. Oh, I tell you what, I felt that rage. All the way from Delaware, and uh, I respect it. I love it. And you know what? Absolutely fucking right. Fucking cooked. It is ridiculous that there is like all of the AFL talk shows do not cover AFLW. Like I get that there's got to be time downtime for certain people on those shows. So have different shows. Oh, that's right. A person who would have been perfect to craft and do a show no longer works for your network. You fucking idiots. <sighs> So, but having said that, narrowly works for the AFL media now. Yeah, she does. So give her a fucking show there. What are they doing? Get her and Nat Edwards fucking so on a show together. I don't use the AFL website that much anymore with the media stuff, but do they not have an AFLW show? No, I wouldn't imagine, no. Fuck. It's just fucking bizarre. Well, no, it's just that they're fucking idiots. What do they not want to spend money? Oh, I don't know. I don't if know. you are listening to this and you are looking for extra... I almost said extracurricular, but outside of the game AFL oh, yeah. coverage, make sure you sign up to the Siren newsletter. Yeah. The uh, the team working on that, Gemma included, is like fucking hell. They oh. know their shit. And it's and it's that's just not footy as well. They talk about all women's sport. Yeah. It's really great, uh, especially in time for cricket fans because the women's T20 World Cup has just started too. But also AFLW, they cover the shit out of they that, do. which is important right now. But also, thank you for pointing that out. No worries. Give them a TV show. Fuck. Yes. Oh, fuck. Hey, can we give people TV shows? I, if we had the power to greenlight well, we'd TV shows. we'd have a TV shows, show, you're absolutely right. I would not green, if I had the power to greenlight TV shows, they would get a TV show far before we did. Yeah. 
They'd have three and then we'd have one and it'd go for half an hour and it'd be just us punching things. Half an hour? <laughs> Triple that. <laughs> hour and I'd, I'd, I'd just sit there getting angrier and angrier. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sean, it's supposed to be half an hour, but it always runs an hour and a half over time. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, yeah, there'd be shows like, yeah. Two hour chat. Siren, <laughs> Siren's TV show and then there'd just be three fuckheads. That's what our show would be called. Yeah, yeah. Every week we pick a fuckhead and we fight them. All right. I'm, I'm just fighting Sam Newman every week. Oh, God. Oh, hey, it's in, um, fuck. Good segue. That reminded me. The Australian Dream, which was the uh, Adam Goods documentary that didn't air on free-to-air TV originally. That was the one that was a like theatrical release. Just screened on the ABC, which means it's now available to watch on iView. A lot of people on Twitter watched it over the weekend, and Sam Newman and Eddie Maguire fucking copped it, and I support every single tweet against them. I love that every time that... That airs or that story comes out. There's just this swarm of people being like, "My God, Eddie Maguire's a dickhead." Yeah, it's usually how do these people still have jobs? Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Andrew Bolt obviously is and another yeah, right. but he, dumb fuckwit that doesn't shouldn't have a job but does. And but yeah, Miranda it, scumbag as well. If you True. haven't seen that documentary, I'd very, very, very much watch, recommend watching it. Even if you watched the final quarter and you're like, ah, I don't know, this documentary is like far more traditional sense documentary, a lot of talking heads, and it's a really good insight into everything that happened. It's a great movie. It's a great, great film. We fucking loved it, even when our screening was interrupted several times. Yes. Joshua, you're in the business. What was it? Uh, so I believe that they, whilst they had the projector linked up i do not believe that they were screening the film from the hard drive i think they may have been streaming it and that they thought that would go flawlessly and it did not didn't hurt the film though still ah. incredible they restarted the film and it was good again i think i restarted it like three or four times no nah, they it paused and re- like started again that's right we had to start from the very that's beginning right. started from the very beginning yeah. the guy came out for an impromptu q a oh, yeah it was pretty good yeah hey you love to see it yeah now we got another email a very passionate email but a different type of energy <clears throat> this one's from jacob not your Jacob. Okay. Or maybe it's your Jacob. Oh my God, it says Joel and Sean, you're invited to the wedding. And you're oh, yay! <laughs> no, this is, uh, this is Jacob, uh, who has subject, our beautiful stadiums. Boys, g'day, hope you're well. The brief stadium food chat in the last episode reminded me of a personal claim, and it's a pretty bold claim at that. Giant Stadium has the best meat pies of any footy ground in Australia, and that includes the weird rectangular ones. I haven't been to the Gabba, Adelaide Oval, or GMHBA Stadium yet, so I can't say that there aren't actual contenders to the title. But if another stadium's pies can come even halfway close to the artisanal packets of meat-based perfection baked at the Sydney showgrounds, I'll be so shocked that I'll eat my words and hop on a plane and see for myself. Finally, aside from the $10 kneeful pie and beer special, there's a little unexpected bonus. A $10 beer and pie special? That's it's getting the car, boys. very good. That is the maybe the juiciest offer at any ground. We're, but go, we're going north. With <laughs> a little unexpected bonus. And then west. Not very long lines east? at the Giants home games. Greater west and Sydney. Yeah, but it's the northeastern AFL, isn't it? Yeah, but we're going to go northeast and then west. Right, we'll do it all. Yeah. yeah, we'll eat all the pies. Yeah. $10 beer and pie. That's fucked. Anyway, comes a little unexpected bonus. I said this, but you spoke over me, so I'm going to say it again. There's not very long lines at the Giants home game. Sad face. <laughs> Up the Giants and yours in footy, Jacob. Great. I like it a lot. Yeah. I have a question for Jacob, and I would like a follow-up email. Is the pie like a specific, just they make them at the stadium or like a bakery nearby or something, or is it just like 4 and 20 and they just it's not cold in the middle? I guarantee you it will not be a 4 and 20. 
That's your that's your gut that's your gut yeah, feel. Yeah, if he's talking it up that much, no one gets that excited about four and twenty. I mean, no disrespect to four and twenty. And four and twenty, if you're listening and you want to sponsor the show, we will take any pie companies if they want an ad spot. Just hey, let us know. If you want to talk about pie for an hour and a half? We've done it about chips. We'll do it about pies. Send me a box of pies. I'll change my mind. Devastating news. Speaking of chips, our local Hungry Jacks has closed down permanently. What do you mean local? Our local. Like the our one, lo- the the studio's local. The one oh. we've gone to before. Yes. What? When but did Joel, it close? Our local's still open. Oh, our local, Tom. Our local will live forever. Guess what I had on the way home from the game last night? Hungry Jacks. Oh, yes. How were the chips? They were fucking good. Can I clarify on our studio local? Mm-hmm. Did it already close? Yes. This is fucking devastating. So the day that my engine fell out of my car, I broke yeah. down right near there. Uh, oh, no. Went. No, no, no. It's all right. It's all right. Went there. Got some hungry jacks. Oh, were all the teenagers in there crying? No, no, no tears yet. We, in hindsight, weird service can all of a sudden understand why. Three days later, friend of the show Jason, who has come up a lot in this episode, sent me a photo of him outside that hungry jacks, and the hungry jacks had a sign in the window saying they're no longer open for business. But the one that is now local to me and Tom, our local hungry jacks, still open. We actually went there with Jason. Yeah, that's yeah, that's why he sent a photo. He was just like he's devastated. So our next email is from Mikey. Boys, I've finally made it to Australia. I've been in Freer for about two weeks now and fuck this heat. I'm studying at Notre Dame in Freer, which has been an adjustment. I miss snow. I'm writing because I'm attending- Going from Western Australia in summer from snow is fucked. I'm writing because I'm attending my first footy match tomorrow at the Oval where the Dockers play Collingwood. I'm excited to actually be able to watch this sport live as I imagine is quite different to watching it on TV. I'm not exactly sure who I should cheer for, but I do plan on being quite drunk, so maybe I'll decide then. Unfortunately, footy is hard to follow from the US, so I cannot wait to actually be able to follow it while I'm here in Australia. Well, I assume you had a good day because uh, War on Collingwood continued. Yep. I hope you're a Freo supporter now. Yeah, absolutely. And our final email, and this is something that uh, it's a bit of a... It was a touchy subject towards the end of our last season of AFL, uh, our last season of How Good's Footy. So uh, interested to see your thoughts. This is from Ryan. Subject, TC behavior, in brackets, traitorous conferences. <laughs> How good's footy, footy professors? I have been frothing the AFLW recently. <laughs> Favorite moment so far being the opening game where my gals went poaching for Tigers. The slaughter that was the West Coast Derby. Derby. And Kano's girls getting up on the premiers. Oh, it's yeah. footy, shut the fuck up and enjoy it. Good. <laughs> as far as the crux of this email goes, my question is, is it considered TC behavior to have a team in each conference? Obviously back my blue gals, but as a Tasmanian, I have a soft spot for the heels of the league, the roofs. As they're in different conferences, would it be fair game to get behind both as long as there is no confusion about backing the blues when the two meet in the final? Or am I just trying to justify blatant TC behavior? Either way, I'll be getting around them when they come down to Hobes next month. <laughs> May your roasts ever be juicy. Uh, Ryan. Hobes. Ryan. Calling Hobart Hobes. That's great. It's amazing. Uh, love that email. Not TC at all. No. Not you're, TC you're not, at all. Not, no, no, because you're not abandoning. Not at all. It's like, it's like me hoping that Geelong win on the weekend, yeah. getting behind it. So it's, it's like not, me enjoying Gold Coast. Get behind not it. Not this week, but, but in when, other weeks. When they play your team, it's you know who you're going to, for. Uh, not TC to love the game. To love both North Melbourne and Carlton? No, no, no. Sure, Joel, 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 Joel. Joel, when they play no, each other. What North you, Melbourne. Joel, yeah. what you were proposing last season was not loving North Melbourne and Carlton, but switching from your love of North Melbourne to a love of Carlton. No, no, no. See, what Ryan's doing is saying, this is the team I love mm. and I barrack for. 
but I also get behind this team. Mm. Which is what I've done with North Melbourne Carlton. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, you have. You're proposing a different scenario. Don't you dare try and pretend you're the same as fucking Ryan because you're not. I'm the same. Anyway, Ryan ends his email with P.S. Tom, you've got an email. Thanks, Ryan. Was, I, yeah, he, I'll check my inbox. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess if you too, like Ryan, want to yell at me and let me know that I have an email, you can send that email to howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or you can hassle us on Twitter at howgoodsfooty or individually, I'm at Orchid Treed. I'm at Psychic of Dowie. I'm at Deuce13. And uh, how good's footy? Oh, it's so good. I love it yes. so much. I'm settling into it being back and it feels so it's good. so good because you're just like, hey, what am I going to watch now? Footy. Footy. On top of the ladder again. Oh, fuck! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.